Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality, and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, this is Gemma. I am doing my podcast from my kitchen this morning. Yep. And <laughs> Bella, Bella's uh, reading the comics. Um, I'm going to make myself something to drink. But, you know, I was like, what do I talk about today? It feels to me a lot of times like I'm saying the same things over and over. And it may, you know, feel that way to you, which God bless you. <laughs> I'm thrilled that you feel that way. Um, but I was thinking today because I want to be putting um, more focus on this retreat I'm creating. So I just thought I would share with you my process of manifesting while I tell you about my retreat and and work on my retreat. So that I thought would be really fun. And just even putting my attention on my retreat right now is actually exciting me. It's way more exciting me than the idea of like, oh, I have to put on a podcast and what's it going to be about? Um, so right now I am... It's like, it's so cool. It's like, okay, so what's, uh, what's this retreat going to be about? Uh, what kind of fun things am I going to do? And actually, uh, a friend of mine, she uh, shared what she thought the title should be. Or, yeah, the, the title of the retreat. I don't know if that's what you call it. The name of the retreat, something like that. And I liked what she said. And then... Um, I know I just kind of played around with it. So the retreat is going to be called Freeing the Inner Child or Freeing Your Inner Child. And I like that because um, it's really where we're all at. We all want to be. We want to be more alive. And that's what being childlike is about. And that's why children are so so, uh, wonderful and yummy because they're just living in the moment. They're very present. And that's, okay, so how do we free the inner child? Um, And I'm going to be teaching, um, just sharing and teaching techniques for doing that. And so I want to make this fun. And a lot of people work with me all the time. So I'm like, okay, so how am I going to find things that people haven't, you know, experienced or done? What can um, this look like? So what I do is I have a number of books that I read on a regular basis or I look at, poke through, glance at, and they're fun and they excite me. And a lot of times I'll try the exercises and they're really, you know, perfect. Oh, putting on some, some essential oil diffuser and... Holy mackerel is what I say. Got some serious old bottles here. So I'm just sticking them in the water. Sticking them in. All right, that should be good. See if it'll go on now. And that would be a no. Oh, there it goes. 
little fussy little starter button. So, see if it's working okay, yep. There we go. Nothing like a, a, a foggy, yummy dis diffuser. I think that's gonna work. Okay, <laughs> Belle's laughing at me because... Oh, okay, good. Good, I'm glad you're not laughing at me. Oh, God. Okie dokie. I know, I know, I'm doing it. All right, so... So I, what I do is I'm like, okay, so I have three days or two and a half days and what kind of exercise am I going to do? And I want to have a balance. So the balance is going to be between using the mind and then letting the mind go and engaging the body. So it's going to be this back and forth, almost like a dance. I like that. It works for me and it, it is in harmony with the human psyche, the human body. So because of that, you know, um, and working with the Montessori schools that I've done and learning this about Bella, I love that. So that'll definitely be happening. So then it's like, okay, so what could be physical and what could be um, more, you know, mental or emotional? And so then I start to make a list and um, I realize that, okay, the letting go ones, the ones where we engage the body into letting go, it could be meditation. But for some, that will actually be mind. <laughs> so that one's kind of like a catch-22. And then there's the Q&As where we sit down and we discuss things together. Definitely more on point with the mind. And let's see. Then I'm going to have some art exercises. I'm going to be doing some, you know, like one. This is what I love, love, love art for this. I love art for this because people will think they're not artists. But I can walk them through <clears throat> an exercise of aligning with self, and they make gorgeous art, like beautiful art pieces. So I call it intuitive painting, but there's other, um, there's other names for it, I'm sure. And so I like to do that. This year, ho, 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 I'm really excited because I want to do some play with crystals. Because I was talking to uh, my friend Ursula yesterday, and I was telling her how it can add so much. Now, crystals, whether you can feel the energy around them or not, uh, they're just such a they're such a, a wonderful tool. You know, they they do hold information and light and frequency. They are here on the planet to help balance the planet out. Thus, we can use them to balance ourselves too. And what I want to do with them is do some crystal gridding. And it's so much fun. And it's almost like an interactive meditation in a way where you can use meditation and practice of anchoring, uh, doing anchoring. But you can also... You can also be creative because you can choose, uh, you can be intentional, you can learn about crystals along the way because you can say, oh, what does this crystal do? What is the, what is the purpose of this one? Ooh, <clears throat> okay. So this is how I build my retreats. And now I'm gonna tell you because I was talking about the crystals and what they do, it actually 
like opened a door for me to see that, aha, essential oils. I'm going to incorporate essential oils. That'll be next. And let's see. Um, having an issue here. Oh, good. No issue. So, um, I thought I was having an issue with my phone. <laughs> so I like this idea. It's like, I believe essential oils can be that way. And, uh, there, you know, everything, it's just every little, uh, work, what would you call that little activity that can be put into a retreat all has the same purpose to connect to self it doesn't matter if it's mindfulness, meditation, painting, oracle cards, readings, uh, energy work, uh, yoga, tai chi, all of these things, eating well. It's all about connecting within. And a lot of people do not know how to do that in their daily practice because their programs are so pervasive. So they're just overly pervasive. And this has caused them to lose track of how to do these things in a meaningful way. Meaningful meaning like it's in connection with source and all that is, not just like with the mind, not through the ego. The ego doesn't give us any satisfaction, even when we eat the right food, even when we do the right workouts, even when we meditate. If it's through the ego, there's no dissatisfaction in it. And we're fighting and resisting and it's not fun. So... This is what I'm doing now. I'm putting together this retreat, reminding myself of like what the values of different things are. I haven't been trained in doing formal retreats and what the pieces are. So I just do it all intuitively. The same way Bella put together her workshops for children. I asked God, like, what will we do this day and what will be next? <sighs> and I love doing that. It makes it effortless, effortless. So I was thinking about two friends of mine that I really wanted to come, and they're both most definitely qualified to participate as um, practitioners. So I let them both know that I would love to have them as assistants on this workshop if they wanted to go. And both of them were excited. Now, I don't know if they're gonna be able to do the dates, um, but in the, in the process of me thinking of them and recognizing it would be great to have assistance and then feeling, see, this is the thing that I put myself in that place and I imagine feeling having the assistance. I recognize that I'm at the point where assistance would be a really important aspect for me to maintain center focus. I even like figured, I even like imagined Bella coming and what that would feel like. And I realized I wasn't ready for Bella to come. Bella isn't ready for Bella to come. Uh, she can't hold her own space yet in such a way that she uh, can act independent of me. So that would mean I would be cleaning up after her or doing something or answering her questions or giving her attention whenever she wanted it. And it just like, that's not, I can't do that while I'm holding space for the retreat. So this is just like really amazing. I'm so tickled to be sharing this with you. So it'll come to the point where I'll start to write down my ideas. And I'm at that point where I'm writing down lists of ideas of activities to do. And I have already more activities than can be done in 10 retreats. It is so much material. 
And this is great because I will pick and choose. It, and it, everything is of equal value. That's the amazing thing. So for this retreat, when I choose, I don't want to choose everything overstimulating. I don't want to choose everything to be um, like nose talking. You know, there's going to be this, this beautiful ebb and flow between the going within and meeting self in a non-threatening way and then uh, coming to a group activity where we share and then going into spaces where we kind of ebb and flow. Um, I'm just like, I'm so excited. I'm absolutely so excited. So, mm, I finally got my hot drink. Oh, it's so yummy, chocolatey. (sighs) So, I can just sit on my back porch and look around and ideas will flood into me. Ideas for walking meditations, uh, connecting through source energy by noticing the detail in nature around me. Oh my God, it just can go on and on. Like finding a bug friend, you know, and communicating with him. I'm thinking like of all, I'm just like being, being here, enjoying. I'm looking out the window at the beautiful trees without their leaves and you can see the gorgeousness of their limbs and how they um, wiggle and move and it's just beautiful outside. Bella went out last night to sleep on the back deck. Even though there's still ice on the lake, she wanted to sleep out on the back deck because the temperatures have gone up and then she had to come in, I guess, because she felt wet, which I think it's because originally her tent went into the lake because she didn't anchor it so she said it was dried out and dried enough but i have a feeling there was probably still pockets of water that her um sleeping bag soaked up Mm. so say you're going on a vacation or say you're having a friend over you can use these techniques that I use to create a workshop, you can use them to create dinner, to create a, an afternoon with a friend, to plan your next vacation. And it's just recognizing what the human uh, psyche needs and in, as an individual and as a group. So I feel into that. I totally feel into that. And aside from that, I get to put together yummy, yummy gift packages, the kind that I would want to receive. Um, what else? Uh, well, and then I, for me, because my spaces are always in flux, they're always being expanded and shifted. I have trips planned out to ready spaces for the upcoming retreat to, to turn them into the spaces that I want to use. And I have overflow spaces if I need them where I can use other people's spaces so, I don't know, there's just like this, there's this abundance of possibility, and I just have to carve it out. It's so super cool. I don't know if you can feel how cool it is. Um, the idea that people could go home with an oil painting from a retreat on freeing the inner child. Uh, they could go home with an oil painting. They could go home with a new practice. They can go home with an expanded 
awareness of self. They can go home excited to be alive, uh, wearing different colors than they wore coming out because now there's this shift in the frequency of the person and they're drawn to more color. I can remember the point or a friend told me that I had a block in one of my energy centers and the energy center was represented by orange and I had a very big blockage there. Well, my gosh, that just hit home for me and it was a massive revelation because I hated that color. I hated the color orange and I avoided it at all costs and I couldn't under, I mean, it was really weird how averse I was to this color. But when she said that, I was like, holy cow, maybe if I reverse engineer and I bring the color into my life, I'll then help to release that chakra. And that's exactly what I did. I started wearing orange clothing. I brought the color orange any which way. If I had a choice between something orange and something purple, I picked orange. It was like that. So anyway, I would love to hear from you how this might have affected how you plan something in your life. Did you go into like um, your center? Did you use this uh, planning a birthday or dinner or a date with your, your significant other? Did you use that as an opportunity to tune into self and come up with something that's outside the box? And it's always about stepping out of the box because it's not worth it if we're not stepping out of the box because we know everything in the box. So why not get out of the box? Do something brand new. I love you so much. And thank you so much for being here with me. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at jemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.